Kyla Powers Radio. Now we're going to go in in about a second with uh, You Are Free TV. And this episode is entitled Everybody Must Get Stoned. Trump Opens the Government, Locals and Diaspora. Let's see where that's headed. Here we go. Um, not to take away from Roger Stone's plight, but that uh, it's it's hitting mainstream news. Everything about Andy McCabe's um, testimony coming out into the news that um, it's very clear that the FISA warrants that were obtained to do with Carter Page and others were all uh, gotten with fabricated evidence from a fake dossier, is the Russiagate dossier, um, you know, the, the, the Steele dossier, that literally was fabricated, they knew it was fabricated, and this is actually hitting the news, but they're covering it up um, with multiple things. First, it was the Catholic boys, uh, from Covington. Now we have Roger Stone. And not to take away from Roger Stone, I think you, if you are a person of means and can contribute to the def- the stonedefensefund.com and give him 20 bucks, give him money to help his defense, I think it's really important because what is happening is that they're attacking, uh, they're attacking alternative news. And this is coming forth really strongly right now. We see BuzzFeed losing uh, 15% of their personnel. Pass the dossier. <laughs> to lay off that amount of their workers. Um, we see NewsGuard coming online where they're Everybody saying CNN and um, all these other outlets are real news. And then NewsGuard, which will be on all of our devices, implemented to all of the internet. When you click on a uh, link, it will come in to tell you if you are going to a, an approved site or a dodgy site. So many people don't go to so many sites because they already say, oh, this is not, uh, this is not real. We, we can't validate this website. When really that is the sensors coming in to tell you not to click on something. And so NewsGuard's coming in strong. They say Drudge is, uh, gets the red light, okay, while CNN, um, you know, CNNBC get the, get the green light, all of these things. And we know this is what's happening. So they attack Roger Stone. They go in with full, uh, uh, you know, what was it, 29 FBI agents at, you know, pre-dawn, right before 6 a.m., go and arrest him with 17 FBI cars. And what I think is interesting here, and we're going to get into the Trump opening up the government here in a second, is that they, excuse me, they wanted to basically show the world, okay, that um, we're going to assault you, we're going to invade you, and we're going to take away your right to report on regular news. Because Roger Stone did nothing uh, wrong in in this indictment. When you look at the seven counts against him, it is all absolute bunkum. It is, uh, he supposedly talked to WikiLeaks, He supposedly um, knew about the, uh, what was going to be released regarding WikiLeaks to do with the HRC campaign. 
All of this baloney has nothing to do with Russia. It has nothing to do with Russia Gate, while real Russia Gate is happening in the background. And I reported this in my last video. Uh, and what's come out recently through Judicial Watch and other sources is that the real Russia Gate already happened, okay, back in 2007 and had to do with McCain. He was the real Russiagate guy. He was the real one that colluded with oligarchs in Russia. And they used that whole thing from 2007. They just rewrote the script. Uh, that's what David Steele did. He is an operative. He is a somebody who has, um, I believe he actually defected from the United States to live in England as a full English citizen. And he is um, just a player for MI6 and, um, and deep state intelligence agencies. He crafted the dossier. He gave it uh, back to um, Comey, uh, McCain's guy, David Kramer, I talked about in the last video. This is coming to light that Andrew McCabe, who was thrown out of the FBI, he has been, was indicted, um, lost his, uh, got a giant crowdfunding campaign, a giant payoff, but lost his, um, you know, his pension, all that things from the FBI because he was a treasonous um, person. And so it's come out that McCabe testified saying that FISA, the, the FISA court already knew before they got those FISA warrants that the Steele dossier was fake that it was not accurate. They already knew that it was paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign, and yet they went ahead and did it anyway. That's the real news, okay? That's the real news that is being detracted by all these other things. There's still a lot of value in all these other things. Part of the value is that you've got um, fake news being shown out all around. So. What was really interesting about the Roger Stone arrest this morning in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, before dawn, around, you know, before 6 a.m., was that they, you know, with their 27 uh, FBI agents and, you know, 17 cars, came there with search warrants and an arrest warrant, took him away um, in some grand, you know, plan, but somebody had tipped off CNN in advance to this. So this is an FBI, uh, you know, this is a FBI going after somebody they're about to arrest. And somebody tells CNN in advance to be there. Um, when you watch the CNN versions of this, it is so pathetic with this guy saying, oh, I was just staking it out. Uh, it was just reporter's intuition. It's so ridiculous. You're just like, come on, give me a break. You know, we know. So it's been coming out that they are trolling mainstream media. They're literally, there is a behind the scenes team, excuse me, behind the scenes team trolling mainstream media, getting these people to show their true colors. So CNN showed their true colors today while they were like seething and so happy to, to, to be like, oh my God, Roger Stone is arrested. Um, we know that this is baloney. Uh, and we know that it also is a huge um, blow to show that they are, on the one hand, they're going to troll mainstream media, showing that they're fake, but on the other hand, showing that they're coming after um, alternative news. Okay, so one of the search warrants they had for Roger Stone 
was for an InfoWars uh, studio that he has close by to his home in an adjacent town. And so they were able to go and investigate that studio as well. And also, folks, you know, what's very interesting here is that when you look at how they are, um, you know, saying we're going to do a search warrant, we're going to investigate Roger Stone, they came to his house and they said, who else is here? Who else is here? And he kept saying, nobody else is here. It's me, my wife, my dogs, that's it. And they said, no, somebody else is here. And they expected somebody else to be there. And we're not seeing that reported so much, but it was, came out very clearly early on. They expected somebody else to be there. Who did they expect to be there? And who tipped them off, the FBI, to think they were going to arrest him to also arrest somebody else? That's what it looks like behind the scenes. I think that's an important fact, especially when it comes to then Infowars being investigated along, you know, alongside this, because we know the next indictment is going for Alex Jones, it's going for Infowars, and very interestingly, I think that there's also the plan to uh, go after all of us, uh, very much so. So who else was there? We don't know. Um, I don't think anybody. I think this was built in as a trolling situation, both to CNN and the FBI, that they were going in looking for something more that they thought was going to be there that wasn't there. And then they executed their warrants and went ahead. So moving on from there, uh, we have Trump declaring the end of the shutdown. Uh, very interesting. Um, so for three weeks, we don't know, okay. Um, what will happen? Um, we get to the Super Bowl, we get beyond the Super Bowl. Supposedly, this is three weeks going to end at uh, 2.15 and federal employees being paid. Um, Mitch McConnell will bring the new uh, things to the house and we get this issue of smart walls, okay? We want smart walls as part of the border and then we want smart ports of entry. This is the new technology, that's what we've been talking about. It's all about rolling out of the new technology. Um, and so what happens? We see in President Trump's address today, he talked about, uh, he didn't mention the State of the Union. Is it going to carry on on the 28th as planned or not? We don't know, it wasn't mentioned. We just saw that um, smart technology will be employed in border security and the ports, and that he, he focused heavily on trafficked women. Um, that was his huge thing, and that is a very real and true thing. Very, very real. He, he tended to focus more on that than on children. He said, even more than children trafficked, we have women trafficked. And I thought that was interesting tack to take uh, because, you know, massively amounts of children are trafficked as well. Uh, but there seems to be appeal here to women and also all women um, in the... In the occasion, I'm going to bring up the New York, uh, what happened the other day, where we had New York uh, now say that nine-term month uh, pregnancies now can have abortions, meaning you can be about to give birth and decide to so-called abort your baby. Oh, and that's yeah. called infanticide, folks. Um, that is infanticide. If you have a baby that's about to be born and uh, decide to kill it, um, that is not abortion, that is infanticide. 
And when you look at China and you look at these women who are forcibly um, brought to have their children aborted, forcibly um, kept into this regime of um, population control in that country, at the time they thought it was the best thing to do. Now they're not doing it anymore. Um, now we're doing it here. Now we're doing it here. And they're trying to celebrate this thing of limit the population in the United States um, in order to uh, have this replacement population repopulate the United States in order to get rid of the Constitution, in order to install a new, uh, a, a new world order here. And when we look around and we see things like um, uh, uh, FASB, uh, the the behind the scenes thing going on while all of this shutdown's been happening, we have Catherine Austin Fitz reporting really uh, hugely about FASB 56, which is the um, which is the uh, financial coup basically happening behind the scenes. And do, is it Donald Trump? We don't know. We do know that his um, new chief of staff. Uh, Michael Mul Mulvaney is the one who actually was one of the major um, writers of FASB 56. And this has to do with the, um, uh, the explaining away the 21 trillions. Now, those of us, you know, watching the reset, wondering what's happening, we keep saying the reset's coming, that's what's happening. However, FASB 56, and I've talked about it in other videos and I will link it below, it has, uh, it has the ability to kind of write away the 21 trillion, okay? Supposedly we're gonna, you know, audit the Fed. You know, we audited the Pentagon. We, we don't hear anything about that. We know that was a bunch of malarkey. And now we see we're going to audit the Fed and yet now FASB 56, pretty much allows them to hide everything behind um, behind a, a blanket of, um, of false accounting. It is literally churning our U.S. Treasury, which already is, of course, owned by the Fed, but it's turning our federal accounting into literally a marketing shell for massive laundering um, across the board and people aren't understanding that or knowing, which is why you have to get out of the big banks, why you have to support your local credit union, why we all have to do things locally and support our economy locally only, only, or else you are contributing to part of this cabal system. And it's no longer a time where we can say, well, I don't have anything to do with it. It's not my fault that I have to bank with you know, Bank of America or these big banks. Um, I'm just a victim in it. No, we can't claim victim status anymore. We have to bank with local credit unions. We have to know what they're doing for the local economy. We have to be active in our local economy because now with um, FASB 56, which I'm linking below, Catherine Austin Fitz is the, the number one person who can show us really what happened with FASB 56. She is a, um, a financial specialist and I want to just say a bit more about that. So 
this is the Federal Accounting Standards Advisory Board, okay? It was put together during the Bush presidency. And in Catherine Austin Fitz's opinion, again, she was Assistant HUD Secretary way back during, um, I believe it was George H.W. Bush, uh, but she, I believe that was it. And then she um, began to see that the federal government was being run as a criminal enterprise, especially HUD the Housing and Urban Development Corporation. And we've seen that they um, have, uh, you know, it's been Barack Obama's, all of his players have come out of HUD. Uh, Julian Castro, who's now running for president, he came out of HUD. Um, all of these people, um, uh, what, what's her name? Um, oh, you know, the woman that uh, that Roseanne Barr attacked <laughs> so, so masterfully. She was out of HUD. All of these people are, are people who thieve off of the taxpayer money using housing and urban development. However, now this gives this FAS, FASB 56 um, is such a huge change in what it does to our, to, for them to have total black books using our taxpayer money that literally we'd be paying federal taxes and then they can spend it on whatever they want. Um, and then, so if you are an investor in U.S. Treasuries or a pension fund involved in U.S. Treasuries, which almost all pension funds are, um, it gets involved in uh, secret policies, okay? This can be around the back of President Trump. This can not have to do with him, could have to do with him. Um, but then these things will then basically just go into um, a backdoor system where your money is literally just put into a market system that is not accountable to, to our federal uh, economy. And this is huge, and it just went into effect. And this is all happening during the shutdown. It's all happening during these smoke and mirrors, like Roger Stone's arrested for doing nothing, like, you know, possibly talking to WikiLeaks, it means nothing. Um, these media absorption into all of these games that meanwhile behind the scenes during the shutdown and the so-called reset, um, we don't know what's really going on. And that's what I want to focus on because I think that local economy is the only way to solve it. The only way to really stop, have any effect, is to only engage in local economy. It, it's true. That could mean possibly entertainment purposes only, not paying your federal taxes and only paying your state or local taxes. Uh, because we don't know, you know, we used to have tax objectors or war tax objectors where, you know, people would say, I'm not going to pay taxes, I, I object on the grounds of war. Well, now we have, um, you know, the need for people to act up in this, in this country. We need a red vest movement or a stars and stripes movement or a freedom movement that has to do with um, grassroots, actual um, economic movement. You can no longer just say, oh, you know, I only buy a few things from Amazon, doesn't matter. Um, you know, you don't want to support your local economy because they have to charge you more because they have to pay massively higher distribution um, uh, costs because of Amazon and these other online um, corporations that are getting billions of dollars from our taxpayer money. So you already paid for it, and then you're going to pay for it again by purchasing from them instead of buying from your local uh, business owner.
And then what do we do besides? Um, I think that the only thing we can do is support each other. I think we have to. And I'm not going to go too much further than that. I wanted to, but I don't know. I, the last thing I'm going to talk about is Rabbi uh, Yucatil. He is the guy in uh, the rabbi from Israel saying that um, Jews must not be part of the diaspora anymore. They must come back to Israel. Come back, meaning they must come to Israel, leave where they are in order to accept the fact that Barack Obama was the Messiah for the Muslims and that President Trump is the Messiah for the Christians. And therefore, all um, what? All Jews should come back to Israel back because now we see this is the fulfillment of prophecy. And folks, I really, I couldn't believe this went up in the Jerusalem Post, Rabbi Yucatel. Um, it, it is unbelievable to me that they are calling for what I see as the possible new sacrifice of the Jews. Um, that they have, they did it in World War II. It was planned out by multiple players, including Zionist Jews. And when we even look at what happened with Roger Stone today, and we see Jerome Corsi, a major, major Zionist involved at, um, he was hired by Infowars. Okay, we'll go there in a second. Let's go back to Israel. Um, they're playing on this thing that um, that prophecy is being completed, uh, that it was completed for the Muslims with Barack Obama. It's being completed for the Christians by President Trump. And, and that so all Jews should come to Israel and um, they're going to have one giant sacrificial fire is what I am concerned about. What? Because we saw it happen in World War II where they sacrificed all the Jews and did this whole giant ritual. And I worry that they're getting ready to do it again. I know it sounds a little crazy, but behind the scenes, while they're doing, you know, FASB 56, while they're reorienting all the money, while they're stealing all of the, what's going on in Venezuela, where they're, you know, mass of millions in the street, but they're stealing all the coal town. You look at William Mount's channel, they talk about the use of the secret space program's need for coal town, um, you know, in Afghanistan, it's lithium, all these things they need to produce um, the engineering of the secret space program. And we know the deep state has its own secret space technology or whatever you want to call it, medical technology, technology that is um, could, you know, cure all diseases and plus um, uh, transcend dimensions. It's already happening. And yet they say to us, oh, no, this is all just political things back and forth. And folks, the only thing you have is what's right in front of you, what's next to you, your family, your friends, your community, your economy, your skills. If there's somebody near you who is trying to do something great, but doesn't have the skills to do it that you could lend your skills to, go ahead and do it. Help them out. You know, help build the small things in your community that can sustain your community, whether it's food, technology, technology in your community. People in communities are creating, you know, um, uh, ways to do energy that isn't about 
dependence on larger corporations, um, put your money and focus into that. Stop worrying about what the larger society thinks or what the larger political regime thinks. Uh, the fact that it all comes from local, if they can convince us and mediate us, ever since they first came out with radio, okay, the, it was the elites, the, the loyals, the globalists that took control of that, those mediums, in order to tell us what we should think, what we should believe, why we should love that the Rockefellers gave us libraries. The Rockefellers are now being sued for $1 billion for giving syphilis to over, um, uh, you know, hundreds of people. You know, now we're going to, in a short time, if all goes well, we'll see the, the Gates Foundation being sued, you know, for massive, massive billions of dollars for um, their <laughs> incredible so criminality for the disease the, all the vaccine damage to people worldwide. You know, they, they've killed, you know, you know hundreds in, in um, Congo to disrupt the elections there with the Ebola virus scare in order to do the same thing, to get the coal town out so that they can use this for the secret space program. They will do whatever they need to do to disrupt whatever using these um, mediated experiences. So this has been kind of a giant rant, and I hope you can appreciate that. Um, we all appreciate what Robert Roger Stone has done on Infowars. Um, I believe that he's just being run through the coals for um, a media um, uh, run of the political machine here to uh, control the next level. You can support him at um, Stone Defense fund.com if you've got some extra money to do so um and you can also just support your local economy get out the we're gonna find some other stuff what the heck else about roger stone while we're on the subject so, well you're getting famous now i am i'm already in famous oh no 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 now what did you just say you wanna go get you wanna go get some, Daddy? No. Go get some ice cream. I'm you sure deserve it. You, well, you can get it one for one. So now wait a second. They're acting like Wendy Williams is not gonna go back. Williams. To the show. So now what was your take on it? You thought that she wasn't sharing money with the husband? What? You think she is? Why would he be? Because, because he's probably spoiled. His mother's involved. On some tea that Scott spilled about Kevin Hunter allegedly having soundproofed the bedroom that he shares with Wendy so that their son wouldn't hear Wendy's screams. They soundproofed the bedroom so that the son wouldn't hear the screams. But it ain't the he kind of... Just went on and Daddy! Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. This is Ukradowski of WeAreChanged.org, and today is yet again another watershed moment in the Robert Mueller Russiagate investigation, which, surprise, is dividing people on the left and right who come up with their own version of events, which the majority of are full of crap. And that's why, specifically in this video, we are going to go over what actually happened, if there actually was any supposed Russian collusion, which coming harder and harder to find any really yeah and then of course we're also going to talk about how both parties here are just full of sh sh family friendly show 
horse manure. And oh yeah, by the way, this show is made possible by you and your support on teesprings.com forward slash stores forward slash we are changed. The link, the t-shirts are just below this video and with your purchase help support independent media. All right, so let's just get right into it since obviously everyone is talking about this story and we not only saw Roger Stone, but also hashtag Mueller time. Hashtag Nixon, WikiLeaks, and even hashtag Mueller Friday all trended today on Twitter because of this latest news with FBI SWAT agents who, by the way, volunteered without pay to storm the house of shitpolster and troll Roger Stone's house in the early hours of this morning to arrest him on an indictment by the Mueller investigation, being officially charged on seven counts, charges of obstruction, making false statements and quote witness tampering with the indictment specifically talking about him lying to congress trying to get stolen emails from wikileaks and reaching out to wikileaks trying to obtain these emails we're going to get into some of these charges in greater detail later on but the story dominated headlines also because of the fbi swat officials which many people have accused them of heavy-handed unnecessary tactics which uh, definitely was an overstep in my own personal opinion and another interesting fact about this arrest which was also, interestingly, highlighted by Donald Trump in a tweet earlier this morning where he said, quote, greatest witch hunt in the history of our country. No collusion. Border coyotes, drug dealers and human traffickers are treated better. End sentence. Who alerted CNN to be there? Question mark. A very important question since somehow CNN was able to get exclusive video coverage of the actual raid of the actual arrest of Roger Stone with them being on the scene at his house an hour before the FBI agents even showed up which of course leads many people to think that the FBI tipped off CNN now very interestingly CNN has contradicted themselves many times saying that at first it was a producer's gut instinct a second that it was some kind of grand jury activity that they picked on contradicted themselves but of course as other reporters have noted that not one news organization except for a remote CNN crew knew about this arrest and after releasing contradictory statements before CNN now says that quote they were able to capture the arrest of Roger Stone because of the result of determined reporting and interpreting clues revealed in the course of events. <laughs> that's called journalism. And to me, that's called bull because CNN has been proven time and time again to be just the absolute abhorrent pusher of fake news. And for them to say this with the absolute little credibility that they have is extremely doubtful to believe. Now, of course, there's a small, slimmer chance that this could be true, but I some people to swallow. Not sex Sometimes screen. the truth isn't pretty and it's hard to swallow. I knew Kevin was back to abusing Wendy when Wendy came on television oh wearing her arm in a sling. But you think this is a psyop? The abusive woman thing. You know how they're making Wendy all men Williams look bad right now. It's trying to boost her rating. And then she'll come back. He kicked me from here to there. I mean, that's terrible. First of all, she looks as big as him. She need to get some pots and pans. She could take that hair, take one of those boobs off, and smack him right in the head. Not going anywhere. 
especially now that honestly just extremely doubtful with the reputation that CNN has that precedes it, which makes many people, including myself, to believe that they were tipped off. Again, just personal opinion, which has not been corroborated. Now, moving forward with this story, obviously, after being arrested, Roger Stone was able to see a judge whose bail was determined at $250,000, which, by the way, Roger didn't have to pay. He just had the promise he had to pay that if he missed the next court appointment. Now, as soon as coming out of court, Roger Stone decided to first give the interview to Alex Jones in InfoWars, where he talked about how his wife and dog were traumatized and how he will fight and defend not only himself, but also not flip on Donald Trump and that he is not guilty of all the charges that he was just indicted on. And honestly, looking at the indictment, there actually is no proof of Russian collusion, which this investigation is supposed to be about. But... There is the fact that Roger Stone did uh, actually threaten a dog. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, yes. Roger Stone threatened Randy Sudeikis' dog because Randy was disputing Roger's claim that he was the back channel to WikiLeaks, which was most likely Roger Stone being called out on his constant exaggerations because, uh, surprise, surprise, Roger Stone is a notorious troll. WikiLeaks also released an official statement about this entire incident, even quoting the indictment, saying that the charges against Roger Stone do not allege that Roger Stone lied about his contacts with Julian Assange, but rather about his contacts with others and documents reflecting those communications. Officially being charged for lying, especially during his testimony to the House intelligence community. Again, not showing or proving any new evidence of any back channel with WikiLeaks. Now, why do people believe that there was a back door between Trump's administration, Donald Trump, some agents of his campaign team and Roger Stone? Well, that is mainly because Roger Stone was bragging about it before when he was trolling everyone. Again, he's not a man who tells the truth. He's a PR guy looking for attention and he has been getting it. And that's why some broadcasters today have described today for Roger Stone to be one of his worst days and also one of his best days because of all the attention that he is receiving. He's being indicted for lying to Congress, not to Mueller, not a part of this Russia Gate investigation, which the indictment proves no real link to at all. Roger Stone was selling a book bragging about his connections to WikiLeaks saying that he, of course, had, quote, inside information that WikiLeaks was going to release secretive private information on Hillary Clinton that will take her down, which obviously wasn't a surprise to anyone since WikiLeaks even announced it on July 30th, 2016. And at the same time, Roger Stone was going around all the media circuits saying that he had this inside information, which was public knowledge, and the media didn't fact check him or verify him, but just ran with his claims because they want this Russian collusion story to be true so much that they're willing to let go of these important facts. This indictment even proves that Roger Stone claimed he had a back channel, even attempted and tried to set up. This is just so crazy. He's not stronger than her. Testifying that she has witnessed her son beat Wendy with her own two eyes. And so you should not be proud of that. Hunter's mother allegedly spoke with the mother of the husband about the scenes that she has witnessed. 
Now, normally I'm leery about what I read in the National Enquirer because sometimes the stories are not always true. It's about 50-50 on whether you can trust the National Enquirer <coughs> or not. Just keep it real. But I think this particular story is part of the 50% of news stories they published that are actually true. It makes sense that if Kevin Hunter's mother spoke to any news organization, it would be an old school publication that was popular decades ago because she... I, I hope you're all getting this because I'm driving that. <laughs> We're going to the next story. Hold on. chain link fences that are eight feet tall with concertina on the top and concertina in the middle is about a million dollars a mile. So to complete, so she's going to have 800 miles out of 1,500 miles. That means there's 700 miles left. To complete the 700 miles right now, we'll run 700 million. But he wants 5 billion. 5.7 billion. We don't know why. We don't really know what's behind it. Jane, you said he looked angry and frustrated. He looked frustrated to me. You Like he just had had it. And um, he held out and held out and held For out. Almost and then, an hour. Well, no, I mean, well, yeah, they, he was originally scheduled to speak at one, and right. he didn't start speaking till two twenty. So, um, he, what I meant is that he's he was frustrated. His speech was frustrating. He, you could tell his demeanor was he was a one frustrated guy, and he made a huge deal about the importance of having a wall and why. I mean, it would, he just went over and over and over. And so I'm thinking, well, okay, so why? Well, he had to cave to the Democrats one last time. I think this is his like last cave where he's gonna open the government for three weeks. He's got money appropriated from somewhere to pay the people. But so, not through Congress, because the bill never went through the well, House and the yeah, Senate. Well, they, yeah, they, they found money somewhere to, to reopen, to pay the people, mainly. Schumer, Schumer blocked the, the paying of the Coast Guard, which is an act of treason, and the Department of Justice made no arrest, thank you very much, with this DOJ. Well, so he's trying to gain the popularity of the people. Um, you know, hey, look at I've exhausted all possibilities. I've gone over and over and over. And at then at the very end, he says, and if this is temporary, this is just a stopgap. And he says, and if this doesn't work, then I'm going to uh, exercise my uh, presidential prerogatives. So, you know, one more, here we go, one more time. And I, I feel that this is such a, 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 a no big deal. It should have happened a long time ago. We've got so many other problems. We should have just got it done and moved on with all our other problems. But, well, you know, move on. everything is just so uh, blockaded, stonewalled. Well, you know what's bizarre? Nothing gets done. On the 18th of 
January, we watched Nancy Pelosi take off on yeah. a commercial airliner yeah. to Brussels and Afghanistan to make sure that the U.S. can continue to give away weapons and sell opium from Afghanistan so that Brussels is involved in NATO. So she's in Afghanistan right now, but she's in the House of Congress, dismissing Congress for a three-day break over the weekend, so they're not even in Congress, and Trump comes up with a bill. It was not from Congress. Well, it was Mitch McConnell um, was negotiating with someone in the Democratic uh, place, and so, you know, they've, they've hashed out a deal temporarily to appease everybody, and you could just tell the frustration was just oozing out of Trump, you know? He didn't even take, he did not even take questions afterward. He just said, no, like, enough. What, what, did that, what did that lunatic liberal say? Uh, what about WikiLeaks? What about WikiLeaks? I mean, here the WikiLeaks. president is talking about tens of thousands of crimes and millions of illegal aliens and, and this, this right at the end of the Nutcase. President Trump goes to walk into the White House and some lunatic liberal says, what about WikiLeaks? What about WikiLeaks? I mean, come on, these people, these lunatic lefties are just nuts. Well, it just show, goes to show you the um, level of incompetence. The level of incompetence in the whole system. And, you know, I mean, this guy has used to dealing with get her done, you know, millions and trillions of dollars worth of stuff and da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden he comes in and just like, he's thinking, what is going on in here? I mean, he's it's just this, bizarre. This Whitaker dude for the Department of Justice. And then he makes another Department of Justice appointment and, and Schumer blocks Coast Guard pay, which is an act of treason. He's affecting the military and he doesn't get arrested. He doesn't have immunity from treason. Nobody in Congress has immunity from treason. And he's not been arrested. So whoever this new Department of Justice employee is, get him the heck out of there because he wasn't able to do his duty yesterday. And, and I think I think um, Trump has reached his end point with these freaks. Well, I would hope so because the American public is waiting for something to happen. Nothing is happening. Stall tactics, kicking it down the, the road. I mean, on and on and on. And every time you turn around, you know, the stock market is doing this. We're going to have a crash, you know, the, you know, and what and the heck are we going to? And then it goes down. And then after hours, they prompt it up. And, and then, then goes... all of a sudden we're into um, Venezuela. What the friggin' is up with that? Venezuela has Coltan. Well. And we've been, the space program has been using special forces to destroy Venezuela, the Belgian Congo, and the eastern Ukraine. Because they have coltan, which is why Russia wants eastern Ukraine, because they want the coltan for their space program. It was what they use the wiring and the holes on. They can, they can increase the frequency and cloak with right. the coltan metal. And, they, and they're absolute. And Russia goes in, and says, "Okay, we're going to take over the mining of the gold and pay the leader of Venezuela." And the U.S. says, "Fine, we're going to create." And then they have the federal. They Reserve, had a coup. They have the Federal Reserve Bank pull Maduro's funding. He goes to the bank. There's nothing in the bank. I. Uh, uh Russia went into uh, and sent special troops in to protect Maduro now. So now we've got this. So we now we've got a stand. I mean, what? Just end it. Yeah. What is what is going on? Yeah. Like we need to go into another country and have a coup and have another military a situation. Another Syria. Gee, many Christmas. I mean, Maduro's chipped. You just. Land a force by them, and you could take them out with a satellite. But this is the game they're playing. That's why Nancy Pelosi is being seen in Afghanistan right now, and then she's also being seen in the White House. And make make no doubt about it, those little, two little gold fringes, the the Marine security guards made those two little fobs hang out. So as President Trump was speaking, he was speaking for the Queen of England. He's living in a maritime court system. 
because the gold fringe around the flag, Dwight D. Eisenhower, 1956. Um, and he ran politically without the gold fringe or the two bobs hanging down. And now the Marines are sure to That's show that. That's right. I forgot about that. It's an older woman. In any case, Fossil reports. Today, the National Enquirer released excerpts from an exclusive report they have claiming that the talk show host has allegedly suffered horrendous abuse at the hands of her husband. So she's taking a break. Choking away. her. This sounds at this point, it's time for like a first and save herself. I've been praying for her, and I know people around the world have. She probably just needs a vacation. She needs more than that. You think? She looks like a man to me. Three months of mm -hmm. He specifically was sending a message that we're going to turn back into a republic. Uh -huh. And now the message is no, we're under the Queen of England and, and we're not going to change anything. So I don't know what his plans are. I know what the UN plans are to kill all of us in December. But um, they clearly illuminated that last month in their broadcast and then explained a little bit more a couple days ago. From the, it was the New York City. Um, it was the New, New York bread broadcast in New York. Yeah, and she explained a little bit more. This is going to be a grand and glorious death of the human race. So I think everything's beginning to unwind. It's Trump is beginning to wake up. He's realizing these guys are just scum. You can't negotiate with evil. No. It must be contained or killed. Well, it's so frustrating. I mean, there nothing ever happens. No, nothing ever happens. And even the Federal Reserve System says, well, 2019 is going to be a horrible year, but we're going to reinitiate QE in 2020, and then, of course, Trump will get reelected. And they're initiating QE in China, and China's issuing bonds that they don't pay back. Well, what's new? We have Russian, Chinese, Austrian bonds. They aren't paying on their bonds, so now China has officially announced they're going to start forcing corporations to buy bonds. But then they're not payable. They're forever bonds. Yeah. For, well, free, for free bonds. Yeah, well, the Russian bonds aren't payable. They won't even pay interest. Well, that's just code for we're never going to pay for anything. Yeah, which Here's is Here's a piece of paper, and thank you for your money. Give us a billion dollars. Thank you thank for your you money. For your Have money. a nice day. Yeah. And that's just what the California school board's doing, the state of California. Nobody's been arrested in California. Why is the governor not in change? Why was Brown not in change? Unbelievable collusion. Um... Can you believe that they just, yeah, and this Venezuela thing. Well, Venezuela removed all its employees from their Venezuelan employee, from their Venezuela embassy in D.C. And then Washington removed some of its employees from the Venezuelan They non-governmental um, uh, essential people. So they got military there because they got coltan for the super duper top secret space. Please pray that the super duper top secret space program collapses. That the entire system comes down on its knees because that's what sucked up the $54 billion for the wall last time. And if we're talking about another $700 million to build the wall, my, you know, a double chain link fence, eight foot wide with razor wire on the top and razor wire in between. If, if, and yet they're demanding $5.7 billion. There's a whole lot more behind this than what meets the eye. Because President Trump is going to use that $5.7 billion to build, what, 250 miles? Why don't you build the whole 700 miles? says you don't need to because it's of natural nat nature's uh, barriers. Hogwash. Go, <laughs> go on the video, go on uh, MapQuest if they haven't painted it out yet. And, and look at the barriers. Really? 
What's happening is when they build the fences, the drug lords have to readjust the, their areas. And that's causing a lot of people in Mexico to get killed. Um, unbelievable. And they're going to start cute. And in other news... There's more. Yeah, Beto O'Rourke. He's, he's a congressman in uh, yep. Texas. Yep. He's running around stage in a Satan costume. What is up the with that? The guy says he worships Satan. Why is he in office? People who worship Satan conduct child sacrifices. Why is he not in jail, Texas governor? Are you moron or insane? And then uh, Pocahontas says we're going to start taxing 2% of everybody's wealth. Well, the rich have all of their wealth in nonprofits. Right, they've already... So uh, Pocahontas is going to level a 2% wealth tax. If you have a $300,000 home, you owe $325,000 on. She's going to want $6,000 a year from your home. Because she says, well... Property's valued at three hundred thousand. Yeah, but I owe three twenty-five. That's okay. We're still going to charge you six thousand. On top of your taxes. On top of your taxes, which are two percent. On top of your blah blah blah, which ends up to be about five percent. Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas is the worst thing that has ever happened to America. Why is she not in well, jail? Well, she's one of the one of them. She's one. not the only one. No, she's not. And we're following. If you think your troubles are bad, a sixty-five-year-old woman from <laughs> I'm not sure. She's from the Middle East. Comes to Germany with 13 children, gets in vitro fertilization at age 65, and has four, has quadruplets. Well, they were only a, a, from a pound and a half to two and a half pounds. That means they had to go into, into a NICU, which is another very expensive procedure to get them, you know, or their weight is up. So they're spending a million dollars a year on this gal as an immigrant welfare recipient. Well, she's in, in the UK. No, she's in Germany. Well, maybe she's in the She's UK. in the UK. And that's why people are coming out in yellow vests. Why are you spending a million dollars a year for health care for this woman with 17 children now from overseas? And we can't even, you take so much of our pay, we're starving to death. That's what the yellow vest is all about. And uh, we pray that Merkel and Macron go down very quickly because they are absolute scummy elites. Again, back to our, mace, our, our story, I believe President Trump has finally reached his end point with these demon-possessed demoncrats. You you thought I was kidding when God said you cannot negotiate with evil. They must be contained. They must be arrested. Those committing treason must be arrested, President Trump. There is no other way. United States Code 18 must be enforced. The VA must... Those selling military records around the world for cash at the VA, active duty military records for cash, and for, for a currency to test drugs on our veterans, they must be arrested, that system must be shut down, the sell, wholesale selling of American records by other companies must be met with treason charges. There is no other way to contain evil, Mr. President. You must arrest those committing treason. Because at this point, the American public is waking up and they're looking at the White House, realizing that in this last statement, that you did nothing. They spent all that money on drones. That's where that money went. $54 billion. He what said the heck? Is, what? Um, drones? Okay, Lockheed Martin has started... They can't do anything with the drone. Oh, hi down there. Dude, no, no, they're killer drones. They're not killing them, Bill. They're no, just they're high. not. They're just going high down there. Lockheed Martin takes a pilot, and they put a helmet on his head, and he navigates the ship, and three months later, his brain is fried. So they need autonomous... They need some kind of autonomous ship control, and they haven't gotten there, and they've sucked Tesla dry, and they've sucked a dozen other com companies dry I'm not really familiar with. And now they suck that, well, 46 
billion they tracked to Lockheed Martin for drones. What? <laughs> and that was in 2006. Obama just transferred all the money to Lockheed Martin. Sure. Why not? A little money under the table, so you can have all that. Why not? It's the way politics works in America. Greed. But we're on Obama 6 now and Hillary number 6. I don't really care Seven. about him. So why don't you just build the wall? $700 million will do it. A million dollars a mile. Do it. Well, that, he's probably thinking the same thing, Bill. But he's being but blocked. He's, well, he's just so frustrated he can't see straight. And, I mean, you could just tell it in his demure. He had a bad demure. <laughs> he had a bad demure. That... Wait, something just flashed on the screen. Should illegal immigrants get Social Security? American citizens can't even get their Social Security. And I think when the guy walked in with the two bottles of Yukon Jack to blow him up I, that night, I think that ruined his day. And I think we've got all the hits on him enumerated through April and all the nuclear weapons coming into DC enumerated through April. It's on before it's news. And I think he's upset because his Department of Justice and his military are not containing these pigs who are trying to blow Washington DC off the map, start a major nuclear conflict, and then whack the whack the Trumpster. Now, we're not allowed to talk about this on YouTube, so we can't talk about the dates and who, what, when, where, why, and how. But we can on before it's news. Oh, it gets worse. Even. I think she's a, she might So then technically a. that's not, that's not lesbian, is it? I'm so confused. And here we go. Deep State plans to arrest Trump. What will all y'all sitting on your butts do then? Ah. Hey guys, Christopher Green, Alternative Media Television. Please take a moment and get this video out everywhere. If you care about this country, you care about our president, more importantly, you care about freedom. This is the story of a century. I rushed here to studio and I can't even believe the- Who didn't see this coming? Oh, I know who didn't see this coming, but I saw it coming. Words are about to come out of my mouth. We had a pre-dawn early raid with FBI agents with semi-automatic and automatic weapons drawn oh, yeah. on Roger Stone, accusing him of some gross crime. Right. Really what is a coup in our own country. So this is a bombshell report, and the real story here is not being reported. So what is that real story before I go to this news piece? The real story is the media is glossing over what the WikiLeaks dump actually was. Remember during the election, what was damaging to Hillary Clinton and Bill were the gross crimes committed, allegedly, by these two individuals in terms of the Democratic Party rigging the election in Hillary Clinton's favor against Bernie Sanders. Never really hear a whole lot on that. Uranium One, not to mention dozens of more crimes. In fact, there's no media attention at all. All the focus is on Roger Stone, really a low-level figure. And the fact that they would bring automatic weapons to his house in the morning just proves what a publicity stunt all of this is. It's a media event. But it also signals the arrest, potentially, of Donald J. Trump, our 45th president of the United States, as Mueller presses and brings charges against our legally elected rightfully elected leader. I, I just can't even believe what I'm actually saying here. So this is a bombshell. Let's go to the news story here and make sure you follow me on Twitter 
at AMTV Media. That's at AMTV Media. Click the link below. Trump ally Roger Stone arrested by federal agents with guns drawn, shouting, FBI, open the door. In dramatic pre-dawn raid following indictment and Mueller's Mueller's Russia probe on seven counts related to WikiLeaks hack of Democrat emails during 2016 election. You can watch the pre-morning raid. Also, another uh, comment on CNN is the only fake news media organization to be there filming it, which means, well, probably they were tipped off because Fox wasn't there, MSNBC wasn't there, uh, independent news organizations weren't there, but CNN was there at the ready. Uh, they, they say it was an instinct. No, uh, you were more than likely. Oh, we've heard that already. Fine. Interference. I thought he was going to just talk about, you know, Trump being threatened. Y'all better wake it up. That's what they're thinking. Uh, oh, God, excuse me. You're not ready for it. Dude, we slept in again. The song's about to start. Shit, Frank! We can't miss the song. Barry, wake up! What? I'm up. I'm up. This song is such an awesome way to start every morning. It's just a super nice way of showing the gods how much we appreciate everything they'll do for us once they take us out those doors to the great beyond. God, this, I, this is how they're thinking. That's so fucking much. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Corn's about to start singing. Drop it, Corn. You got the best voice. You're the man, Corn. You rule. Take it away, bro. Dear gods, you're so divine in each and every way. To you we pray. Dear gods, we pledge our love to you forevermore. We always felt we had a special bond. You lost me at the caramel corn. That just got weird. That was sausage party. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. wasn't going to speak about it anymore, but she has said some things that has really bothered me, and I would like to speak on it. Oh, goodness. Okay, we all know that Wendy Williams did drugs back in the day. She always talks about that. Although rumor has it, she still does it from time to time, and that is how she lost all of that weight. Even though she liked to say it's because of her turning vegan and exercising and all that nonsense. But then she's been seen out eating all kinds of meat. So this vegan thing is only for TV. Now, oh, wait. So past. she's... Oh, oh no. Like she she's on the download with me. I've been but very telling people that I hate to eat meat, but I have anemia and I'm not going to be collapsing for anyone. So I'm just very straightforward and you see me eating up this meat. I'm scared. You know, every now and then, just a little kick. You know, like Rihanna and many others are doing. Mm-hmm. However, it was rumored. Heck, not a rumor. So it's what do they have now? Way. Are you telling me they got the Non-gay meat? actors of color? No, they got the meat police. Where if somebody catches you somewhere eating meat and you're supposed to be a vegetarian, they're going to put you on blast. That's good. To the inquirer. That's what they should do. Oh. All in this cheese. Well, that's true. No, you shouldn't lie about it. Just be like, yeah, I ate it. Bisexual and what are you going to do? Who her lover is. You remember... <laughs> Son of the black shop, right? Lamb chops. Lamb chops. Oh, no. No, you didn't. Show where She was bragging about finally taking a girl's trip with his best friend she had for years. But here's the kicker. She was high that day. And this friend of hers is rumored to be her How lover. How does this girl know she's high? You see husband and she having an agreement well they 
have one now because from what I was told they're separated but still like to front you know what maybe they get tired and, and they're like you know what I want to wear the pants for once and I want to wear somebody I want to date somebody you know in a skirt maybe the they like to switch it up after a while when it gets a little stale switch it up she want to snatch her wig off and put it on somebody else shed the wool Come on, so anyway, wouldn't you get so tired of that? Day, while on the radio show, she tried to ruin the name oh, no. reputation of Judge Matthews. And it went <laughs> you think it is? She had, oh my read God. Miscarriages, bisexual you know activities, him? all of it. He snapped. You don't know him. I'm going to talk with you because you're on the show, whether it's TV I can't even tell what his husband looks like because he looks different in every picture. One picture is bald, and that's the picture. I know it's explicit details in my book. Now, I'll make an assessment. So then she's talking about the meat. Which meat is she actually talking about? I don't know which one. That's why I'm saying, is the, is it is it coded language? You know, the meat that she was caught eating meat. Get it? She's supposed to be vegan, but was caught eating meat. You missed the whole part. No, I didn't. <laughs> honey, no, I did it. I got it, honey. I've never used cocaine in my life. Okay, I've never been What else she likes to Wait, why does she sound like a man? Uh, um, that, that I asked her to sleep with my wife. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so, and, and if you oh, want to leave that ridiculous nonsense, He's got really good diction. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I think they're just trying to break us all in. That they, you know, they switch it up. Yeah. I think they just get, well, they have everything, so they're just bored. Oh, no. Wait a second. Oh. Okay. The Are audience you, is saying it. Hey, can you put this shit down for a minute? Yeah, embarrassed to come back mm -hmm. on the show. Hairline fractions were fighting Kevin about a side chick's baby. Oh, God, this is terrible. Don't accept anybody with a side chick or a side him or something. You know. The Simpsons uh, have some kind of predictive thing. Let's see what it is. Let's find out. Here we go.
sure your opinion will not go unnoticed. You're under arrest for the violation of the Government Knows Best Act. Martha, Blake, I'll make a light in the mood. of globalization and technology has created a new brand of terrorism. There were persons who, for whatever reason, came to view their home country as the enemy. The kind of right-wing, religious-based domestic terrorism. Disturbing news tonight about homegrown terror. Part of this is big change in the White House, a new cultural experience, and some of the crazies are coming out of their closet. Right now, it looks like there is no connection between the men arrested and any known terrorist cell. Homegrown. Uh, yeah, homegrown, I should say. Uh, folks, we've got a very serious situation here. I'm holding what is called the right-wing extremism, current economic and political climate, fueling resurgence and radicalization and recruitment. And in it, we talked about the fact that they define pro-lifers as domestic terrorists. They put this in a Department of Homeland Security uh, document, this official assessment, now saying pro-lifers, people that believe in end-time prophecies, people that uh, are opposed to the administration's position on immigration, uh, those of us that are standing up for the sanctity of life and for the sanctity of marriage, all of those are now potential, and this is what they're saying, domestic terrorists. It's a terrorist next door that could be 
or bigger threat. They call people who believe in the sanctity of life, who believe in owning firearms, who believe in serving their country in the military and coming back, who are very concerned about the policies that this nation is embarking on, spending too much money, taxing too much. It's all listed right here. These are the domestic right-wing extremists. You traitors pipe down. You're all here because you hate freedom. In 1942, the United States government forcibly relocated over 112,000 Japanese nationals and Japanese Americans to remote housing facilities called war relocation camps for the purpose of detainment, re-education, and forced labor. Of those interned, 62% were United States citizens. I can't believe they put us in jail. It's not a jail, it's a re-education center. Over the last decade, we've seen the introduction and enactment of some of the most dangerous legislation ever to be conceived by our elected officials, who have not forgotten who they serve, but only now reveal to the American people through the fruit of their own actions that our rights and our freedoms are secondary. The USA Patriot Act allows for American citizens to be picked up and incarcerated indefinitely without charges and allows law enforcement to conduct warrantless and secret searches of Americans' property and possessions. The Military Commissions Act dissolved the cornerstone of our Constitution by removing the writ of habeas corpus, allowing the permanent imprisonment of enemy combatants and disallowing petitions to the court to know why you've been locked up in the first place. Although never passed by the Senate, the Violent Radicalization and Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act shows us the mindset of our leaders in Washington. If passed into law, the bill would make public demonstrations and protesting into an act of terrorism and label the organizers as thought criminals and potential homegrown terrorists. Now that the federal government has the authority to sneak, snatch, and lock up its own citizens, a new bill has been introduced by Congress that gives the feds a place to hold those outspoken dissenters and potential domestic terrorists. The National Emergency Centers Establishment Act, or H.R. 645, allocates military bases to be converted into FEMA emergency centers. It also mandates that these camps be built complete with public works medical and educational facilities, just like the Japanese internment camps of the 1940s. Lisa, that's not funny. You believe in the Bill of Rights. <laughs> I don't know whether it's the lack of sleep, the sodium pentothal, or that it's the only cartoon I've seen in two months, but this is what I believe in now. Sometimes there's that show. It's the voice of a generation and the next. It's the mirror with which our whole culture checks itself for pimples. The Simpsons was that show for a very long time. With its finger on the pulse of our society, it's no surprise The Simpsons has accurately predicted the future many times. Before we begin, subscribe to CBR and ring that bell to join our notification squad so you never miss a video. Without further ado, here are the ways The Simpsons predicted the future.
Tiger attack. Wild animals that rip other animals to shreds can be maybe unpredictable? Who would have thunk that keeping a tiger captive and messing with it on stage to entertain a bunch of drunk gamblers would eventually go wrong? Apparently, The Simpsons figured that one out a decade before it happened in real life. In season 5, episode 10, entitled Springfield, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Legalized Gambling, that's exactly what transpires. In that 1993 episode, the city government of Springfield decides to legalize gambling. That, of course, turns that week's episode into an allegory about Las Vegas. And watch what happens. Mr. Burns opens a casino where two German magicians named Gunter and Ernst perform a routine that spoofs the famous Siegfried and Roy show from Las Vegas. The main attraction? A tiger on a unicycle. In the episode, Gunter and Ernst are predictably mauled by their giant cat's captive. Well, the same thing happened to the real Siegfried and Roy a decade later in 2003. Roy was paralyzed when a real tiger attacked his real body, putting an end to the duo's showbiz career. That's gotta hurt. It's the kind of obvious told-you-so moment that the real world never anticipates, but the Simpsons could see it coming with the focused eye of the tiger. No, we're not singing that song. Do that on your own time. We're watching the Nobel Prize announcements live from Stockholm. Ooh, the Nobis. <laughs> Nobel Prize winner, meet Bengt Holstrom. He's a Finnish economist who won the Nobel Prize in 2016. He's best known for trying to understand what's called the principal agent problem. And it's a problem you might be familiar with. It's when people with power, known as agents, do things that impact people without power, the principals. If there are agents running around out there, it can be dangerous to the principal, the one without the power. Well, The Simpsons is a show that makes fun of people with the power, that make dumb decisions that impact everyone. So it's no surprise that in 2010, The Simpsons sort of predicted Holstrom's win. In season in 22 episode 1, Elementary School Musical, Lisa bets with Martin, Milhouse, and Database on who will win the Nobel Prize in Economics. Guess who's listed in that betting pool as one of Martin's little cards? None other than Bengt Holstrom. Except Martin actually circles Jagdish Bhagwati as his pick. But the fact that the writers of the episode know who Bengt Holstrom was is pretty incredible. The financial crisis of 2008 was only two years old when that episode came out. So being aware of economics, trying to understand how it happened, makes sense for The Simpsons. It's not you, Milhouse. I just don't plan to ever get married. <laughs> Smartwatches. This one is a bit of a stretch, since plenty of sci-fi films, books, and TV shows have predicted the smartwatch. Dick Tracy, The Jetsons, and 1998 Lost in Space all had smartwatches in them. It's kind of an obvious device to predict if you're trying to write about the future, but need to draw on stuff you already know, like the watch. But only The Simpsons could predict how banal and disappointing new gadgets like the smartwatch could be. That's not to say they're not helpful and amazing when it comes to some stuff, but predictably, The Simpsons episode that foresaw smartwatches almost two decades before their time depicts them as not working as advertised. The episode in question is episode 19 of season 6 called Lisa's Wedding. In this 1995 episode, Lisa is transported 15 years into the future after visiting a fortune teller at the local renaissance fair. In the future, everyone has smartwatches. Lisa's future fiancé tries to propose marriage to her through her new smartwatch, but the message gets cut off. So he has to go to plan B and summons a cow wearing a sign that says marry me. In serious sci-fi settings, the predicted future technology always works. But if you're The Simpsons, your job is to remind the audience how disappointing even the best new gadgets can sometimes be. But now, I would like to know if you are as incorruptible as they say. FIFA Corruption Scandal FIFA is the governing body of the international sport of soccer, or football, if you're from anywhere else besides the country where The Simpsons is produced, uh, and Australia. If you don't already know, FIFA is a seriously corrupt organization. In 2015, 14 of the FIFA officials were arrested on corruption charges by the U.S. Justice Department. Because that's just what happens when Uncle Sam catches you calling it football and not soccer. No, they were seriously corrupt and were accused of racketeering, wire fraud, and money laundering. Apparently, they were willing to take bribes from any country in return for 
for influencing where the next World Cup would take place. Since the World Cup is often financially bad for the host country, that makes it even worse. And in 2014, Nike supposedly paid $40 million in bribes to become the only sportswear company to equip the players at the tournament. The probe into FIFA corruption began in 2015, but The Simpsons predicted the result a year early in 2014. In episode 16 of season 25, called You Don't Have to Live Like a Referee, the season did more than just predict the outcome of the FIFA investigation. They also predicted that Germany would be Brazil in that year's World Cup, which they totally did. Holy oh, shit, it's not like the government is listening to everybody's conversation. NSA spying. The Simpsons first aired in 1989, but it wasn't until 2007 that the Simpsons movie finally came out. In the film, Lake Springfield is horribly polluted, as usual, but it gets worse when Homer dumps a whole bunch of pig manure into the water. The fumes from the lake get so bad that President Arnold Schwarzenegger quarantines the whole town under a futuristic biodome. Fun fact, Biodome is actually a 1996 movie starring Pauly Shore. It sucks. Don't watch it. The Springfield residents eventually escape the dome, but Marge and the kids are later captured because a conversation of theirs was recorded by none other than the NSA. The NSA stands for National Security Agency. They focus on signal intelligence, the gathering of intel by intercepting electronic signals like email, phone calls, and internet traffic. After the 9-11 terrorist attacks, the global intelligence community basically took the gloves off and decided to record everything. That didn't mean they listened to everyone's conversations, but they certainly recorded them to listen to later. The NSA was at the center of this newfound intel aggression. In 2013, Edward Snowden blew the lid on the full extent of the NSA's surveillance program. We won't go into all the details because we don't have time. Point is, once again, The Simpsons called it years before. Think of things that people need, but which don't exist yet. You mean like an electric blanket mobile? The Higgs boson. The Higgs boson is a special kind of subatomic particle. It's also called the God particle. Why? Well, until 2012, it was the missing piece in the particle physics toolkit. Oh, we're getting all smarty pants up in CBR today. Quantum physics basically explains all the forces in the universe, except gravity, since we use Einstein's theory of relativity for that one. The interactions between all the different particles are used by physicists to understand the underlying forces that determine how the universe works on a fundamental level. You still with us? All right. Don't ask us to go into details. It's way too complicated. Point is, for a long time, none of the predictions about how the universe worked matched the experiment results physicists got from using particle accelerators to break particles apart. They didn't understand how mass worked because they couldn't find the particle that gave the other particles mass. They called the missing particle the Higgs boson, after Peter Higgs, the physicist who predicted its existence in the 60s. But guess who else predicted the Higgs boson? Homer Simpson in the 1998 episode, The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace. At one point, we see Homer standing in front of a blackboard with an equation that describes the mass of the Higgs boson. According to Dr. Simon Singh, that equation is very close to the real results physicists got in 2012. Not bad for America's dumbest dad. Hello, I'd like to vote for president, governor, and anything that will take money away from our parks and libraries faulty voting machines. America's first encounter with faulty voting machines happened in November 2000. That's when George W. Bush, a Republican, ran against the Democrat Al Gore. That night, it wasn't clear who had won because of problems with voting machines in Florida. People had trouble understanding the voting card layout and the hole puncher that was supposed to mark who you're voting for didn't quite work, leading to the famous hanging Chad controversy. The vote was so close that Florida law demanded a recount. Ultimately, the Supreme Court got involved and, well, gave the presidency to Bush. This seriously undermined his popularity 
majority before the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Since then, American states have been working hard to replace old voting machines with electronic ones. But because of the 2000 election, many still worry that their vote will be tampered with and that even electronic voting machines can be hacked. This actually happened in 2012 when video footage showed a Pennsylvania voting machine switching a vote from Barack Obama to Mitt Romney. As you can probably guess, The Simpsons predicted this one. In a 2008 episode, Treehouse of Horror, XIX, Homer tries to vote for Barack Obama, but his vote keeps getting switched to John McCain. Of course, we now know that the best way to throw an election is to manipulate social media algorithms. Miss Hanging Chads yet? Hey, Dolph, take a memo on your Newton. Autocorrect. Ever try to text someone a message like, Grandma is in the garage, only to realize too late that you just wrote, Grandma is in the grave? Or how often have you had your favorite four-letter word changed to duck? That's autocorrect for you. Thing is, autocorrects on a smartphone could be a lot worse. Actually, there was once a time when it was worse. The Simpsons had something to say about it in 1994. Back then, Apple released a personal digital assistant called Newton. A PDA was like an iPod with no music that only takes notes. It came with a stylus, so no finger mashing on a keyboard, and the autocorrect wasn't very good. In the 1990s, episode Lisa on Ice, the Springfield Elementary School meets for an all-school assembly. During the proceedings, the bully Kearney asks his partner in crime, Dolph, to take a memo to beat up Martin on his Newton. He tries, but it autocorrects to eat up Martha. Fast forward to the age of the smartphone, Apple engineer Nitin Ganatra told Fast Company that this episode compelled his team to really make sure they made the iPhone keyboard as good as it could be. On his team, eat up Martha became a shorthand for failing to get the keyboard to work on an acceptable level. The cultural impact of The Simpsons is pretty darn deep. Now, so there's only one last thing you have to do to be a little monster. I'll do anything but sing. Lady Gaga's Halftime Show. One of the greatest Super Bowl halftime shows in history was the 2017 performance by Lady Gaga. Sure, there have been some great performances in recent memory. Who can forget the left shark from Katy Perry's 2015 performance? Still, it's hard to beat an act that involves a pop star descending from the top of the stadium dome on a bunch of wires. The nerd in you probably thought Spider-Gwen had come to life. Of course, The Simpsons predicted it almost five years before. In the 2012 episode, Lisa Goes Gaga, Lisa is voted the most unpopular student in school. She tries to change everyone's attitude by ghostwriting self-serving messages online. But Bart exposes her and she's even more unpopular than ever. Meanwhile, Lady Gaga visits Springfield and receives a psychic message that Lisa needs help. After initially rejecting Gaga's help, Lisa eventually sings a duet with Gaga at a concert. Lo and behold, Lady Gaga is wearing an almost carbon copy of her outfit from the 2017 Super Bowl. As you know, we've inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. President Donald Trump. Okay, at CBR, we try to avoid wading into political controversy. Though that's hard when it comes to The Simpsons, but let's be honest, deep in your heart, you knew America would one day elect the personification of reality TV as president. You just didn't know who it would be before 2016. Love him or hate him, that's exactly what Trump is. Trump has always been a joke on late night TV and shows like The Simpsons since he first gained fame in the 80s. But it was in the year 2000 that The Simpsons actually predicted what was then unthinkable, President Donald Trump. It was episode 17 of season 11 called Bart to the Future. Bart gets transported into, uh, yeah, you guessed it, the future. And Lisa is president. And what's the major challenge of her administration? The country is broke because of the previous administration of Trump. If only that were the worst of it in real life. The Trump era is fraud unlike any other in recent history. The writer and voice of this video is honestly struggling to keep the full extent of his partisan feelings out of what should be a fun internet video. So all we'll say is that The Simpsons really underestimated how crazy this one would be. Chinese fleet is advancing, just build another wall. Yes, in the ocean, loser. There you have it. Can you think of any other predictions the Simpsons have gotten right over the years? Are there any we may have missed? Let us know in the comment section below. Release some deadly vapors. I've caught them a couple of times. They must be real hungry, man. <laughs> 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 
open up a case of that hot table one today. Yeah. He's upset because after he left my room last night, I closed the door. Thank you. 